Are you? Do you know who Terry Gross is? Um, I do not know who Terry Gross is. So Terry Gross is an NPR host that hosts a show called Fresh Air, and so basically it's kind of like I don't know. It's more the, like arts and pop culture. So she'll she'll interview. Although she does politics too, I guess. But really, it's mostly like arts and pop culture. So she'll interview authors. She'll interview like film directors. She'll interview actors. Uh, I bet she made. I bet she's interviewed Lady Gaga before. But the reason I bring that up is because we were just talking about our our microphone setups and set setups setups. I guess yes. that's right. That's it's felt weird coming out of the mouth. <laughs> our microphone setups and our computer and. She did an interview once where she said that when she does her interviews, again, she does NPR, so it's it's radio. And so she doesn't see the person that she interviews. She just like has them essentially on the phone and has her producer or whatever. And she just like is sitting in the sound booth, like not seeing the person that she's interviewing. And so she just listens. So I'm, I'm, I'd be curious what that's like if we were to... I mean, I look at myself the entire time. <laughs> you don't I'm even kidding. look at me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fair enough. Are you congratulations guys you you heard this on the last episode but justin has finished work he is retiring he is retired <laughs> i've won the lottery and i've re- decided to retire no, no but I, tell us how your last work, week of work was my it was it was bittersweet if i'm being honest i mean i, I don't know if you're looking for a fun answer but <laughs> no i'm looking for an authentic one yeah it was it was bittersweet because you make relationships with these families with these kids that you're working with and then you know you know I'm not good at change I'm not good at goodbyes and so I'm guiding them through a goodbye that they didn't really want to happen and didn't know was happening until a few weeks before so it was just it was tough it was tough I mean I'm ready for my next chapter I'm definitely excited to relax and get some you know some R&R yeah for a bit but it was definitely bittersweet not only leaving the the youth that I work with, but also the families that I work with. So um, I don't know if anyone will stumble upon these. I kind of hope that no one ever stumbles upon these episodes. That would be They're something. Like, oh, he was never a professional. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if if you do, hi, youth. I, had a, I have a colleague. I have a colleague. It's like the plural of youth is youth. <laughs> you know, like that sounds like an infection. Goose, geese. Youth, youth, okay, <laughs> type of thing. I don't sounds know. Sounds like that an infection. Funny. It does sound like an infection. It does. It sounds like you're going to be transitioning, honestly, in a couple of weeks from like a lax summer <laughs> to a more rigorous fall. I'm beginning my lax summer. You're beginning your lax is, summer. Is what's happening. I don't know how what many, we call spring, but how many weeks of lax summer do you have? I have, I'll say five, maybe six weeks of lax summer. Nice. I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah, I'm jealous. that's the one thing that's nice about going back to school is you get that school schedule and you get the summer. Yeah, no, I'm really jealous of that.
How are you? I don't think I I'm, asked. I'm good. No, and I don't think I asked how you were. I think we literally went right into like talking about PTO. I don't I think know you how did we ask. got there. I don't know. My yeah, memory is that. Shot. I love that. I love that. <laughs> what a good person. What a good what a good pair we are. Pair? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's another Co-host? fruit. Um <laughs> Yeah, it is. What a great what if, pair what we if, are. What if separately we're cherries and pineapples, but together we're pears? We're a yellow pear with a we're, red stem. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Sure. Um, I'm good. I have a funny story actually from last night. Okay. I went to, and it actually works so well with the movie I went to see. I went to see with Tom episode. Oh, am I going to fail? This might be the first time. (laughs) Oh, sad. I went with Tom. You know him, you love him anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We went to see the new Jennifer Lawrence movie, No No Hard Hard Feelings. Feelings which yeah. is a comedy, which I usually don't do comedies. And it's like an adult comedy. Which is strange too, which to I, me, but keep going. Also, you don't usually don't do. Yeah, well, I was nervous about it because I was like, okay, the plot of the movie is that she's hired by this 19-year-old's parents as a 32-year-old woman to date their son and, I don't know, bring him out of his shell and have sex with him, which is like, I didn't love that. I was like, okay, I know he's 19. So but she's like, like prostituted out? Yeah, by the kids' parents. So I was like, I don't love that. I didn't love it more because I know, you know like a feast for comedy. Legal... <laughs> it's just well, yes. so much comedic material to come yeah, out of well, that. Yeah, well, yeah, yes. But I was just like, <laughs> uh, you know, like I know they're like both legal adults, but that doesn't seem like this seems like there could be Trump. But I know it's 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 a fake movie. I'm I'm aware. I just but anyways, I was I was a little hesitant about it, but it was actually one of the best movies I have seen. They did this year, not ever but they did a really great <laughs> job with it back from the oscar episode <laughs> it was fun i know right no but it was so funny and well done and it wasn't overly raunchy for the sake of being raunchy like it didn't mm. try too hard like it wasn't even that that dirty and it was actually like i almost cried at the end oh. i was but that's not the funny story i don't but it just it ties in because she was a lot older and there's a scene in the movie where she like goes to this like party and people are like sorry ma'am or like who, who whose mom is this like just <laughs> but anyways I was driving there and I was in my neighborhood and I got stopped by these like little girls they couldn't have been more than seven and they flagged my car down and I thought they were doing a lemonade stand and I was like I have to st- if there's one thing you should know about me I must stop every stand I see because when I was their age I harassed the neighbors like it could have been lemonade it could have been a folded up piece of paper and we called it a fan like uh, for, <laughs> like I'm not kidding we sold those we went door to door with like me we meaning my friend and I went door to door I had my violin he had his trumpet or whatever the hell he played and we were like can we play for you for I don't know like yeah so I like Portrait. caroling, but the neighbors. with yes. your but with, instruments? Yes, in third grade with, you know, <laughs> two third graders who didn't know how to play their instruments. Yeah, I wish there was this video evidence of this. That probably would have been so funny. Yeah, well, no. And then when I got too old for like the lemonade stand thing and my sister was still in the age range, I would manage the stands. So I would do the sign and I'd be like, all right, you go stand out there. I'll like... I'll help and like, we'll do this. Like, and with her friends too. I also learned for if there are any kids out there that are listening, probably not. But if you say the lemonade is free instead of pricing it 
Because when you price it at like a dollar, people are like, oh, that's so, you know, that's so expensive. It used to be 25 cents, blah, blah, blah. If you say it's free and you're accepting tips, they usually give you a lot more. That's how you get $5 out of someone. But anyways, you have a business I stop. Degree. I stop, right? And they were like, oh, we're selling. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm, you, you don't, you're speaking to like the, I don't even know originator of this scheme i don't know they were selling you're like this is my territory i don't think basically you understand they're that. junk they're junk <laughs> is what they call like they were calling it it was like they had like stuff that they found around their yard like literally like it was like, it was a, like a little yard sale? a football no it wasn't even it was in a box it was one box it was really cute and i'm like oh shit i don't have ones and i stopped so now i have to give the money i'm like i only have 20s in my wallet oh shit but i didn't i had ones do you take venmo no right no but they're like, we're selling things. Do you have, so this is where it ties into the movie. I'm like, I, I'm in a rush, but like, I want to give you guys money. Cause I, again, I remember doing that. And it was such like, that was one of my favorite things to do. And it, you, it was such an awesome feeling. Like when an adult was like, here's five bucks, whatever. Like that was a lot of money back then for, yeah, for a kid. It means a lot. Yeah. So I wanted to do that. So I did it and they go, are you sure you don't want anything? And I was like, no, they go, do you have kids? <laughs> that was the point where I got out of my Sir? car and laid in front of it. No. <laughs> As it rolled over you? Yeah, no. I was like, no, I don't. And then it was funny. They were like, do you have girl kids? And I was like, still no. <laughs> I but love it how, was. do you have kids? No. Oh, but you have girl kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do I daughters. look like I should have children? I am do 25. You look like? No, I don't. I mean... No, but in their defense, anybody that was even like 13 or above was old when when i was a kid so i had a youth that said i was 35 yikes so <laughs> sorry to hear that but it was just funny because that exact thing happens in the movie and i didn't know that when i was on my way but yeah but that honestly i will still continue even after this experience i will still continue to stop because i'm telling you if they're they could be selling their shit they're, they're from the yard their dogs like shit and i would feel obligated to buy it because i terrorized my neighborhood as a kid I can't believe things. you did. You and you said you went door to door. Well, we went door to door. So you went door to door. You played your your instruments really bad, and then asked them for money. Oh, we asked for the money beforehand. We didn't. Oh, I thought you just like <laughs> yeah. no. This was, you just it was did not the performance, just me. and then was like, all right, no, all right, pay up, cough it up, cough it up. I don't. I, don't I mean, I don't know which is worse. But yeah, no. So I got called old by a seven year old or however old. That's funny. She was. I don't know. I used to do that too. I would sell lemonade, or actually, I think it was crystallite. So it was sugar water, which is even I worse. I love that. I love that. <laughs> it was even worse. But I live on two dead ends. So there's no, like, two cul de sacs, or I don't know what you want to call it, just two dead ends. And so there's only, there's not really any much traffic. And if there is, it's just our neighbors. And it's, so it wasn't really super successful. And, but it was still fun. We brought our wagon. I think at one point we went down to a more busy road and we got some business, but we brought our little wagon, you know, the stereotypical like red, like the, yep. I don't know what, what brand it was. It wasn't like little tykes, but you know, the, the, uh, the wagon flyer that everyone or had. Whatever. Flyer, yeah. Like the little whatever flyer wagon. Yeah. Yeah. With like the metal, it was like a metal how, yeah. a steerer, steering thing. Yeah. What do you call that? Uh, uh Handle? handle? I don't know. I yeah. can't find my words today, apparently. Um, <laughs> All I'm but. saying is it's a humbling experience to be on the other side of the wheel. Being in what, the car. Being being the one paying for yeah. the, 
mediocre yeah, and being, sugar water. And being, uh, yeah, and being asked if you have kids. Have you Siri, have kids? Play, <laughs> Siri, play What Hurts the Most by Rascal Flatts. <laughs> I and Cascada, who does the better version of that. But anyways, but yeah, that was my experience. I also went and saw Elemental by Pixar this week. Oh, yeah. I heard that got not so great. Reviews? It, yeah, it had a horrible, apparently, a, like, Disney's worst opening week ever. I thought it was great. I think Onward it, was worse. Was it? I don't know. Isn't Onward Pixar, too? Well, Onward came out, like, when we all thought we were never going to leave the house again. Like, That's right at true. the very beginning. That's so, very like, true. So, they really, you know, got the short end of the stick. But I thought Elemental was really good. And it did a great job. I don't know if you know, like, what it is about it's like fire and water and them trying to coexist right like the actual elements yes Yes, but there were a lot of references it was basically a metaphor for not well obviously yes racism but more just like xenophobia in general oh interesting it was it was great i thought they did a really great job and yeah no i i liked it it was cute and i almost cried in that one too what's happening you're doing okay no. Are you off the Zoloft? <laughs> no. That's what the, maybe I missed a couple of days. I don't know. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I feel like Pixar movies are held to a very, very high standard. So whenever they a Pixar are. movie comes out, it's just like, oh, do the trailers look good? If the trailers don't look like really, really good, then we're not going to go and see it. Right. And I also think there's so there's two things that's kind of in a way working against Pixar right now. It's the huge wave of just nostalgia and reboots and sequels because they still mm. do sequels and they do really well. Like I was right. looking at um, the numbers, the box office numbers, and the sequels still do really, really, really well. And Toy Story 5 was just confirmed. Yes. But I think it then kind of hurts the new stories that are like, yeah. oh, well, it's not a sequel. So they have to then compete with those. And I also think there's too like a wave of, and this could just be like, a small group of people that are being loud on the internet. But I know people had found issue with the the Lightyear movie, which was a prequel, because they're like, oh, it's woke. There's like a lesbian in it. She's a backstory character. Like people <laughs> need to, not that that's, I just think that like there was, I saw a lot of that's that. That's not in a Lightyear. main storyline. It's just, it, right. It's, it's just so the small. thing that's in the movie. But I've seen a lot of people say like, that's why it flopped. They're trying to be woke. It's like, it's not even. And even if it was like, I'm sure that's why a subsect of people didn't see it, but it's not right. But, but that was such a, I felt like that was such a loud, a loud story yeah, on the internet. When it didn't need to be when it didn't. Well, yeah, of course. And I feel like similarly, like, oh, elemental might be like, I feel like there's a, a select few. They're like, oh, Disney and Pixar. They're trying to be like woke now. Hmm. It's like, they've always been trying to tell stories for children that are, um, I, I feel like it's like helping children grow. Like, I feel like they've always been in that. Like, they've never been like, all right, now we kill them. Like, you know, well, I guess. They well, did that unless it's a Nemo. Disney princess movie or something like that. You know, True. I feel like. <laughs> True. But those are all stories that weren't created by Disney necessarily. Right. They're all like based on fairy tales, at least the original ones. Yeah. Well, I don't know if, for instance, Frozen. I don't know if. I don't know. The Ice Queen by Hans Christian Andersen killed off the parents in it i i mean i read it when i studied in denmark but i don't think i don't know i don't think that happened that's just something that know. you know like bambi <laughs> same thing kill right off the well yeah yeah 
I think Bambi, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe they did bring, maybe they did create Bambi. I'm not 100% sure. I did see a really funny meme the other day about Cinderella, now that you bring it up. Um, apparently that was supposed to be like an insulting name at the time that Cinderella, the actual character was made cinder like that prefix was supposed oh, to be yeah. like kind of considered just like, cause she, you know, she like cleans the house and like her, her, um, her stepsisters are beautiful and they're like, they get everything. And then she becomes, the, I, I'm searching for this. At one point did they become it. the ugly stepsisters? Oh, were they ugly? I thought it was the ugly stepmother. I thought all of them were ugly. Can you see I haven't seen Cinderella? <laughs> also, um, also, it's just so funny that one's considered ugly. They just labeled ugly. <laughs> I'm trying to find this meme and I cannot for the life of me find it. But it it was along the lines of like they should really update that because nobody considers like Cinderella. Now Cinderella isn't really associated with an insult or like it's not like a insulting name but what was oh my gosh my my cousin i believe was the one that texted it to me here we go the problem with modern adaptations of cinderella is that the story is so famous you don't recognize that cinder is supposed to be a mean nickname i propose calling her something like crustina <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why or though the mop bitch <laughs> Just modernize the ugly name, or yeah, the, the insulting name, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's what I think are the two things that make more so the one thing. I think that the sequel thing and the um, the uh, nostalgia wave is what's hurting it the most. I think the second part is probably just a small subsect of people um being loud on the internet. I do feel like it's more and more difficult to have original ideas break oh, yeah. out into into success because there have been you know with streaming that was what our second episode of the show was about with streaming and just i feel like there's so many reboots and so many sequels and you know all these intellectual properties that were successful at one point are then getting a, a spin-off or a sequel or a reboot and so it's difficult for those those original ideas to come to come through i'm trying to think if there's any been any uh interesting TV shows or movies that I've seen recently that were their own thing. Um, my sister just watched The Summer I Turned Pretty, but that's based off a book. It's on okay. Amazon Prime. It's like a teeny bopper, like, romance show. I got so angry at some of those that I had to walk away because I felt like the writing was so so bad for some of the characters. <laughs> it, it was. It's, I get intense. Have you Have we ever watched a show together? No, but I know you dissect. You've told oh, yeah. me that that's like one of your yeah. things is that you dissect movies. Uh, that was one of the things Ashley said is annoying my, about yeah, you because when you watch a movie, habits. you have. Oh, well, let me just tell you, when we watch the Chromatica Ball, you're getting like a full. Like, <laughs> it's going to take us a good seven hours to watch yeah, it. Because... <laughs> this was what this part of the show symbolizes. And this is what this means. No, but I know this isn't hasn't come out yet, but uh, Zoe 102 is coming out. I know that's yes. very controversial. It's another because, reboot in a way. Although that's yeah. a movie. It's going to be it's a, a movie. movie. It's a movie, movie, yeah. Okay, yeah. On uh, Paramount Plus. I will still be yeah. watching it. Zoe 101 was my absolute shit. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so, so, so excited. I didn't watch it a whole lot, but oh, just I going back quickly it. to like my dissecting of things, I recently started listening to a, a rewatch podcast. Have you heard of this concept of podcasts? 
where you watch it a second time, I'm assuming? Well, no. So it's so I think The Office has a rewatch podcast. I think Wizards of Waverly Place has a rewatch podcast that's yes. hosted by uh, David DeLuise and Jennifer Stone, who yes. play Harper and I can't think of the dad's name. But the Mr. Dad. Russo. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Russo. <laughs> Jerry. Jim? Jerry Jer- Russo. Jerry. Jerry. I can just I can just hear. Uh, is it Teresa? Teresa. Yes. Or was that the actress? No. Yeah, it was Teresa. No, no, Teresa, Teresa Russo was the yeah. was the Teresa mom. Russo. Yeah, I can just hear Teresa saying like Jerry. Like I don't know, just the way yeah, she says it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do that, but I'm listening to a rewatch podcast of the sitcom Will and Grace. Have you heard of it? Uh yes, I have. Um, and Sean Hayes is on that. Sean Hayes is in it. Um, and so it's Sean Hayes and Eric McCormick, who Eric plays Will and Sean plays Jack, in the show, and basically they're just. You watch an episode and then they break it down of what it was like to make it, and it's just it's that's my shit. cool. It's my that's shit. cool. We I should start do point of view rewatch. Yeah, just listen to Re-listen. our episodes and then like, say what it was oh, like to make that. that. Yeah, um, I do think we should do like something where we like reflect on old up, not in like a how we did with our twenty twenty one recaps. No, yeah, no. I'd like to like at one point do like oh what we were feeling that day and like what was a hard episode to record, which is one that we had done differently, like which is mm. like a really fun one. Which guests absolutely sucked. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tell all. Should we get Andy Cohen to come and host? Yeah. Also, how many shows podcasts does Sean Hayes have? He's also on so Smartless. so 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 Smartless is now has now become Smartless Media, and. What? Uh, Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and, and Sean Hayes have now created this podcast uh, media company that has sparked all these different podcasts. So Sean himself is on three because he's on Just Jack and Will, which is the Will and Grace podcast, rewatch podcast that I started listening to, Smartless, and Hypochondriactor, which is about medical things, uh, medical stories. I've heard about but that one. You've told me that's been their like most successful venture. They said so. They're just starting all these different podcasts and such. So, okay, we let's let's use them as <laughs> maybe we'll be picked up by Smartless Media. I don't point know. Point of Dan. Will, point of Dan. Yes, that's point of Dan Media. That's yeah. Well, media <laughs> or he can he can do a spinoff. Will we ever have a point of do spinoff? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Probably not. I'm going to guess not. Probably not. Probably not. Let's stick with the main show. Let's just grow yeah. this. Yeah, we, we are. We're doing a great job. Yeah, we are um, doing well. Um, but speaking of that, we're we're halfway through this year. We are, which is wild. We're more than halfway through, actually. If we were to do around 20 episodes, we're on like, no, this is, I think, number 12. Like, I know it's number 73, but. I don't yeah, remember. I think we 62, started the 62, second 62. week of January. You won 72, 73, 74. So 13. This would be number 13. Which, to put that in context, that would be like having Nick Staker on in our first year. Because he was episode 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we talked about Pixar in this episode. Look at this full circle moment. Full circle. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, I guess it was a couple weeks ago, yeah, you spent multiple nights in Boston at concerts and shows and stuff, and it all culminated in a BB Rexa concert, right? Is that right? Yes, multiple nights in Boston. Yes. 
That makes it sound um, like you, like, I don't know, stayed the night in Boston, which you didn't, but... I did not. You no. just... Big big commuter energy. Big commuter. Um, <laughs> I energy. It's actually funny. E stands for energy. No. Um, it actually does, but E, um, I think. <laughs> but that's not, what, that's not how we use it. Um, I can't believe I, we're still using those E, H. H. Anyway. H, H. <laughs> um... Can you tell we're recording now in the morning because we split we split this recording session up and I feel like we're just much lower energy than we were yes. in the earlier part of this episode. So, e. that, you know, we might cut that out, but we'll see. Maybe. It'd be kind Maybe of funny. Not. Night and day. Am I right? Night yeah. and day. So, BB Rexa. Yes, I went to BB Rexa. Um, she was really, really good. It was by far the weirdest group of people I have ever been a part of. Um, oh, for a crowd um mainly and you've been part of some weird crowds this one was this one was strange (laughs) in what way first of all the person behind me said it best you could not pinpoint the vibe of that crowd really probably because tickets were going for six dollars that day so that's sad it, for BB, but I know, I know, but you know what? I'm. Th- I think she's okay because she had a massive hit this year, like six years into her career, which is impressive. The opener goes on. Do we know the opener? I did not know the opener. Her name was Zolita. She was incredible, though. Um, she was also gay, which I did not know until I saw that she was selling pants at her merch booth that said "Life is so gay" and "Gay ass" on them. <laughs> So I, I did not purchase, but still, still and not I still obvious. didn't know. Still not yeah, obvious. no, it we still was not obvious for me. <laughs> it wasn't obvious for me until she said happy pride month. This song is dedicated to my girlfriend. And I was like, okay, um, again, could have been great friends. Yeah. No, but great ally. She was, she was really good. But anyways, she, she does her thing. She sings 20 questions. I don't know if you know that song. Never I did not know that song. I hadn't either. Um, but apparently some people know it. Um, I then she goes off and then this couple shows up like after the opener goes on and they start just pushing like to the front. This couple was like easily in their 60s, which was like 30 to 40 years off of the average age group. Like they really (laughs) brought the average up a lot. Moved it. Yes. Yes. Several Um, points to the right. But they were pretty obnoxious because the guy was like shoving people and like putting his hands on people to get to the front but i also yeah. heard that he was they they were definitely not sober um and, and you were in, you like were in like harassing. a general admission pit yeah okay it was yeah. at the house of blues and i i heard he was i didn't hear it um myself but people in the in the audience had said that he was like also like you know verbally harassing people um and there was a lot of like PDA going on between this couple, not like super, like they weren't like kissing or anything, but they had like the behind the, behind the, uh, the, the back the hug. Titanic, like, like the, I'm on top yeah. of the world type of. Like, yeah. That type of thing. But like, around the while there the wasn't world, an artist the on the stage, it was pretty interesting. And they were like shoving to the front and it's like, relax, it's BB Rexa. Like you paid $6 to be here. Right? <laughs> um, um, but then, so then the crowd kind of like turned on them. And, like, started pointing to them, like, po- like raising their fingers and, like, pointing, like, to cry- try and get security to come over. So security comes over and throws them out. 
before the show starts. But the weirdest part about it was security comes into the crowd, opens this umbrella over them, like an actual umbrella. Like, yeah. I think kind of like to like usher them, like, you to know, let other security let the, know. Well, that and or... also maybe like to move the, the crowd out to like let them get out, you know. Oh. But the umbrella was soaking wet. So like we all get wet. <laughs> Like, I don't know why that was, like, even necessary. Interesting but then there technique. Were just, there, were, there was a couple, we think, behind us who, if they're listening, there were two couples behind. Well, no, two of them were just friends. Um, They didn't know each other. But the couple, I guess, in front of us was, like, just asking, like, a million questions. And one of them was definitely not sober. Um. Were they an older couple too? No, they were they were younger, but they kept asking the the group behind us, the pair of friends behind us, like, "Are you guys like together?" And it was a it was a um, boy and a girl, and they were like, "No, we're just friends." And he was like, "Are you gay?" And he was like, "No, I'm <laughs> just straight." Asking to you? Yeah, no, no, to the <laughs> to the guy behind us with oh, his oh, friend, oh, oh, okay. and he was like, "No," and he was like, "Okay," he must have asked him like four times, <laughs> and then he was like, "Sorry, we're interviewers," and and the normal guy was like. What do you interview for? And he was like, he couldn't answer. He kept calling her Bubba Rexa. I don't know if he was like <laughs> trying to be funny or if he was just. So then, did you pull out your gone. microphone to get the audio for the show? I honestly, I should have. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's pouring, and we're outside in line for this. Oh, so you're not even inside yet. Yeah, I contributed to the strangeness of this crowd because my shoes were lighting up different colors in as I'm standing in a puddle. Are those safe? No. For for a wet, I I think so. They rain. did they did plug in, but they plugged in when they were dry. That's how you charge them, right? Um, but yeah, so that was that was my experience with the show, and apparently, the crowd the night after us in New York was weirder because someone was arrested. Yeah, for throwing his phone, and I thought it was like honestly, people do that sometimes at shows, like they'll throw their wallets up on stage, yeah, because it's a way to like. They think meet the singer or the performer yeah. because it's like, well, they have to get the wallet back. Usually, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say security is the one that just gives it back to them. <laughs> the last concert I was at, someone threw their bra, and then the exactly. artist signed it. That was it. me. That was me. Um, <laughs> the artist signed it and was like, "Whose boobs are these? Do you want me to sign it and give it back to you?" And then he signed it and threw <laughs> who it. Who was threw this? The, bra back. the artist. Yeah. Quinn ninety two. I don't know who that is. I'm sure you've heard at least one of his songs. I'm assuming it's not that like Christian rock group that you went to at one point. Need to breathe. Need to breathe. It no, was it's not. not need it's to not need to breathe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was funny that he's like, "Whose boobs are these?" <laughs> yeah, um, they were mine. I, but yeah, so but yeah, she got a th- phone thrown at her, and I thought it was like he was, like, or like he wanted her to like take a selfie or something, because like that happens as strange Do as my be real. Yeah, and like as unsafe <laughs> as that is, it does happen at concerts. No, this guy. His, like, response that he gave, I don't know, the people who arrested him, I don't even know. He said it was intentional, and he thought it would be funny if it hit her in the head. Yeah. And she has she has, she a, has a black bruise eye. and, like, yeah, and, and a cut. a stitch or something, right? Yeah, it's, like, glued or something. What, I mean, I'm not even going to go into, like, what, how that could be funny, but, or, like, how he thought that was funny. I'm more, like, why are you ruining it for the rest of us? We just got back, like, to concerts in general. We didn't think we were going to be able to be in these rooms again. And you're throwing phones <laughs> at the artist. Like, what are we doing? So wild. People, and then, people lost so many social skills. Yeah. And then the night after, 
or like a week after. I don't know if you know who Ava Max is. Yeah. But a fan got up on stage and slapped her. Like, what is that? People don't know how to conduct themselves in li- for live entertainment anymore. I. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know <laughs> what. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know what we're doing. This is so crazy. But like, I like going to concerts, and like, this is like a lot. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe we should continue the um, social distancing for a little bit longer. <laughs> so with that, we're now announcing point of do live. Nick and I will be coming to a town near you. Yeah. No. And honestly, with you're shields. welcome to come up and throw your phones at us. No. And <laughs> with well, Brian I can imagine. On. <laughs> she's she's had shows. I don't know about Ava Max, but BB Rex has had shows since. And I just I don't know. I would be like not really in it. If I were her, I would be yeah. like, you know, my eyes would be like on the crowd, but not in the way that like I'm trying to connect to them. You know how at hockey games they have the hockey games and honestly like baseball games too for foul balls. They have the netting yeah. around the field and around the rink. I mean, it'd be funny if we, at, now at concerts they put netting in front of the stage. That's what I'm saying. Are we going to get to that point? That It's like putting them in a fishbowl. I know. It's like a zoo. Like a, a, yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's what it is. But I will say... She's an incredible performer, and I only knew that because I went to the Jonas Brothers a couple of years ago with my sister, and Jordan, my sister, was like, are you excited to see B.B. Rex? I was like, no, not really. Like, I know one song by her. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't. I knew, like, all of them. Because she's, she's in speaking, so yeah, many. She's in so many hits, and she writes them. Yeah. She's a writer. Yeah. So she writes all of these, even the ones she's featured on. So she was really good, but I have to say the best part of the night, and this is a kind of a good way to end the episode, this is short, the last song, which was I'm Good, um, which is the big like 2022, 2023 yeah, I'm feeling hit, all right. yeah, with, with David Guetta, who <laughs> she's a frequent collaborator of, it was, she stopped it after the first verse and she was like, all right, we're going to do it again from the beginning, but the phones like everyone put your phone away and which is ironic because the yeah, next night somebody the next night at the same at the same part of the show too like sh- it was when everybody put their phones away so this person did not listen but anyways so everyone put their phones away myself included like i have a video of her saying that and then then it just turns off because i was like oh i'm being reprimanded it was the best part of the show because no one was recording was just Everyone dancing. was just going crazy, like crazy, jumping up and down. Like it was like, I didn't know like mosh pits happen at BB Rexa, but it was, it was great. <laughs> it was so fun. It was only like a three minute part of the show, obviously, because it was the last song, but we just had so much fun. That's amazing. It was, it was awesome. So I highly recommend, and it was almost like, it gives testament to, to like faking not faking being happy again. I would never want somebody to fake being happy. But like if you're in a horrible mood, just like dancing, it's kind of like the opposite action thing. Like when you're not feeling great, like yeah. go do fun things anyways, if you can. It's a cognitive it was, behavioral piece. Yes, it, it was you, great. Your behavior, you can trick your brain to thinking positive thoughts. That's the same thing where like if you're feeling sad, if you just like actually put a smile, smile. in your face, it tricks your brain to thinking that. You're happy. Not that you need You're to having feel, a good time. Not that, you know, you need to trick your brain necessarily. No, and that like it's it's, a, <laughs> it's like okay to feel however, but Our brains I, can be jerks sometimes. Yeah, yes. No, it was just like really, <laughs> really fun. It was an awesome end to the show. Um, and yeah. That's awesome. Well, happy Keep July. Keep your phones to ourselves. Keep your phones to yourself. Yeah. With that, my name is Justin too. 
And I am Nick Gervasi. And you can reach us at our email, pointofdewpodcast at gmail.com, and on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Point of Dew Podcast, and Twitter at Point of Dew. If you enjoy our show, make sure to follow the podcast and give us a rating or review wherever you get your podcast, or share us with a friend or family member. We really appreciate it and are truly grateful for your support. As always, we hope you have a great two weeks. Thank you for listening, and until next time. Oh